0: That argument might sustain itself if these same legislators would expand Medicaid in Alabama, if these same legislators would help keep hospitals open, if these same legislators would help with the prenatal care that women are desperate for in the state of Alabama, if these same legislators would recognize that over 15 percent of the children in the state of Alabama are living at levels of poverty that rival third world countries and yet do nothing, Then we can have that argument.
1: This is Progressive South. I'm Will Lockamy.
0: I'm Heather Milam.
1: Here we go with the second episode that is something that's pretty difficult to talk about. I mean, a lot of people care a lot about this on both sides. We're talking about House Bill 314 that basically addresses abortion to an extent that is unconstitutional, but that's the point. They're trying to get it to the Supreme Court and overturn Roe versus Wade. One episode just wasn't enough. State rep, Neil Rafferty, who all of our listeners are familiar with. He has opinions on this, and we had listeners reach out and say, you should have Neil on the podcast. Hello. This is the first time hey. I've seen you since I can say state rep. I know, right? Yeah, I was yeah. a candidate. Yeah, yeah you're my
0: representative. Yes. I'm very... Very happy about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's an honor and a privilege. When well, you
0: respond to your constituents when they send you texts, it's like, what is going on? And I you do. Respond. Yeah,
2: I've, uh, you know, I put my phone number on my website and whatever, and uh, I, I had. It's funny because I have people call and then I answer it, and they're like, "Is this Neil Rafferty?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yep," and they're That's like. Me really I'm like
1: <laughs> yep yeah showing no. up what can i do <laughs> what, <laughs> what can i do for what, what you <laughs> I, was, I was cutting the grass today you were in session and you were responding faster than i was yeah <laughs> is, really great. Yeah. um okay so first of all are you currently happy with your decision to run <laughs> for state route yes i'm very I, i'm happy uh, like i said it is truly
2: an honor and a privilege to serve the people of alabama district 54 in this capacity your um, voice is being heard but it Seems like you're kind of on an island down there, a little bit. Well, you know i am in a way you know the democrats are a super minority uh down there so it is interesting trying to navigate all that i mean as you as you might be able to imagine i don't think there's any real surprises with that we are uh, very much still a, a blue dot in a very red a red state so
1: let's talk about the abortion bill that is yes. up now that i saw you in a discussion with the, the sponsor of the bill right uh, representative collins so what are your thoughts on this so what this bill does, um, for those that might not know about it, it, is, it
2: its sole intention is to be um, litigated up to the Supreme Court. It is supposed to challenge Roe v. Wade, and it is designed to be the piece of legislation that will successfully overturn uh, Roe v. Wade. Because it takes it
1: further than, there are like 14 others already in the country, but this one takes it even further than all of those.
2: That's correct. Well, this is very similar to a lot of other ones. There's actually been five other states that have passed this bill, um, or something very similar to it. All four Uh, Four have been signed by the governor. All four are in litigation um, right now with it. So Alabama is not even really that novel or unique in trying to do this. We're just you know happen to be so broke to the point to where uh, you know it's not really worth our time and effort to, to do it. For those
0: who aren't aware of sort of the geographic location of where we are, our capital in Alabama is Montgomery, mm-hmm. and in the legislature, there is a supermajority of Republicans. And what's interesting is that we, if you look back at the midterms last year, statewide candidates generally got about 40% of the vote. And so in theory, you would think that we might have, instead of, what is it, the Republicans have roughly 75% of the legislature?
2: Yeah, That's a little bit more than that.
0: So almost okay. It so is. so Democrat- it's right at seventy five. Yeah, right. So candidates uh, across the state, Democrats got forty percent of the vote. Yet we only have about twenty percent representation in the legislature. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, did you see that as as in the bill that we're talking about is the Human Life Protection Act, House Bill three hundred and fourteen that passed? Mm-hmm. Um, did you see that representation on the House floor when it came to a vote? Can you tell us what that what happened? Can you walk us through the process? What, was there a clear delineation between oh here's that supermajority 80 percent and then the and then the rest
2: well i saw there definitely was a clear delineation there was a it was right down party lines so uh what we saw was um you know so it, for those of you once again who aren't familiar with the bill this is an outright ban on abortion there's no exceptions for rape or incest um it charges a physician with a class A felony for doing an abortion or a class C felony for attempting an abortion. Um, and like I said,
1: zero exemptions, not even a little bit. We are did- they trying to be, and I mean this sincerely, are they trying to be over the top jerks about it to make a point? Like, why in the world would you want to force a young lady who is raped? to then carry a child right. of the rapist and then, and then also have to share custody with said rapist. Are they being jerks on purpose just to be like, ah, we're, we're going to be the The shining light of this argument. What I'm going to say to that is you're going to have to ask them <laughs> because I don't know. I don't
2: see the, I don't, I can't follow their logic uh, or, and what, what, they're, what they're coming up with here i know that the narrative around abortion has been a lot of um fear tactics it's been a lot of pseudoscience it's been a lot of uh just bad and misinformation that's kind of put it put us in this position where we are right now
1: you brought up a lot of good points when you went back and forth with representative collins oh, about yeah. things that Actually, are important, right? And you also you also asked her what would this cost, and she didn't have an answer for that, right? We know that in 2016, when it was challenged, it cost 1.7 million dollars of taxpayer money, exactly, which is which is crazy. That's not the that's not Representative Collins' money; she doesn't have to pay that, uh, right? The taxpayers pay that. That's right. Well, that's one of those amendments. So there's actually two
2: amendments that we tried to put into the bill. One was to just give an exemption for for rape and incest. Uh, the Republicans tabled it, so we couldn't even. Vote to put it in there. Um, then the second one, which was introduced by Representative Mariga Coleman, was a amendment that would require any litigation that resulted as a res- from this act to come out of the people that voted for this. Um, <laughs> piece of piece of legislation i suspect up. that was voted down it was that one, as you might suspect <laughs> that one was also yeah. tabled and not even allowed to be voted on
0: oh wow they didn't even allow for a vote
2: <laughs> right so what, it was a there's a procedural thing where we table and then that just puts it to the side and, and
1: says that we can't we're not even going to take a vote on it i see uh, other things that you brought up and that are very important is where the state ranks in actual health care For people that It's terrible It, it is terrible It's can, terrible Can you uh, give
0: us Some of the numbers Some of the I've got
1: a, I've got a few here um, So Alabama's ranked Third worst In low birth weight And preterm births For the last four years mm-hmm. uh-huh. Last four years I mean, that, it's crazy. We're a fifth in the
2: nation for infant mortality rate. We are in the top ten, I believe, for maternal mortality rate. Um, you know, 43% of women don't have a OBGYN in their county or have access to one that's in their Wait, I'm their sorry, area. go
0: back. 43% of women in Alabama don't have access to an OBGYN in their own county.
2: In their own county, that is correct. What? So we have a serious... So, you know, they want to take, the the Republicans want to, uh, do this thing where they're pro-birth. Of course, you know, y'all've heard this before. They call themselves pro-life, but they really can't. It is pro-birth. And it stops right there. Once, you know, when we want to talk about taking care of the mother, when we want to talk about taking care of the child, um, once it is born, educating, making sure the mother has access to prevention, education, everything that would prevent an unwanted pregnancy in the first place, it's all of a sudden a no-starter. Um, we can't even start discussing that one i
0: often say on the podcast like if you really want to have this argument and your premise is that you are for life that you are pro-life or that you are you know you want our education system to be the best it can be for our students to perform the best that they can perform yet you want to repeal common core if you really believe those tenants that you're trying to sell you know what you would do you would expand medicaid yeah, you just expand Medicaid, right? It's that
2: simple. And we also know from other states that have who have expanded Medicaid. You know, Republicans will also say, "Well, we can't afford it. What about the price tag?" The thing is, is that here we are about to waste money on litigation for this, right? But the other thing is, we aren't the last state to do this, right? We're one of what uh, very few states—less than I mean, fourteen, thirteen states left that haven't expanded. So we have other states as examples, and we can see that a lot of them other states uh you know the cost uh was not nearly as bad as they thought it was going to be because the benefits uh outweighed it so much
1: yeah <sighs> what's no going to happen this, this is going to fly through and just well
2: so it passed the house um it is expected to probably pass the senate too uh and then we do not know what kay Ivey will do what governor ivy will do um but i uh i assume that she will probably sign into law um and then it will be on the books, and then people begin to sue the state. And then we will begin to sue the state. Here's the other thing. The other – some other comment I kind of want to make about this is that, you know, we get to kind of throw out this flippant uh, legislation because we do have Roe v. Wade protecting um, protecting women and their choices. uh but the concern is that once it does, if you know, God forbid, Roe v. Wade is overturned, um, and this law does become in practice and enforceable, then what are we going to actually? Then we actually actually have to look at the language of the law and the consequences, the unintended consequences that it causes. Proponents of the bill contend that women will not be uh, prosecuted for it. They say that they claim the only physicians and people trying to attempt the abortion will be it. But the language of the law says a person who attempts or does perform an abortion will be uh, the one that's held liable for it. Right. So this brings up cases and questions about if a woman has a miscarriage. Um, will she then have to prove that she did not that it wasn't chemically mm-hmm. induced or um, or otherwise, or was it an accident, or what the issue was that caused the miscarriage? Um, okay. I feel like this bill and the lang- the language in the bill is sloppy enough to where um, that could be an actual reality. Thank God we do have Roe v. Wade right now standing between us and that terrible reality but that is that is literally it it is nine people <laughs> well yeah. it's a whole court yeah. system
1: but ultimately could it just be those nine people Man, you you've snuck out of uh, you know your work to come up here and, and hang out and let our listeners and your constituents hear your thoughts he on this stuff. his day right but i mean right <laughs> you did i you did an a i did Once i finished had, yeah. i stayed there oh, until right. the very that's last time. Yeah. T- right. i said
2: Sorry. i when they made the motion to <laughs> dismiss to adjourn for the week so. all right um i got to say i um uh, neil thanks man oh no thank y'all um yep. and i am happy to come on anytime y'all want
1: awesome man you're always invited